Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution, live from Los Angeles. Got one of my faves on the show. One of my faves, uh, Bobby Ray Schaefer. Uh, one, of, one of the finest actors we have. Would you say that? Would you say that's a fair assessment? I'd like to think so, but... I think we all would like to I'm think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a big look, fan of yours. Well, uh, and, and I am too. You know, I'm a big fan of myself I, as well. That's, and I don't, I don't want to shortchange myself, but, uh, you know... It has to be that my way. Work. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> You'll it's never be better than you were today. <laughs> I know. It has, it's, like, it's like that with every actor. <laughs> that's right. Um... How many times do you get Bob Vance refrigeration from the office on a daily ba- on a daily basis? Well, I say it to myself at least three times yeah. a day. You know, morning, Bob noon, Vance, and night. Bob yeah, Vance refrigeration. Yeah, it still works. Yeah. the joke still works. Because everybody, everybody is still fans of the office. By the way, it's more so now than when it was. Uh, yeah, you, you when know, it was it's on TBS and on NBC. Yeah, we had a uh, Jim O'Hare on uh, yesterday. Parks and Rec from Parks and Rec, and he said the exact same thing. Where it's like. 
you know, because of the reruns now, a younger gener the younger That's generation right. is now into it, and they're more into it than when it was on TV, and it was just yeah. like shit. Um, so it's going to keep living on forever and ever, which is a is a good and a bad thing. No, know? it's a good thing. It's uh, uh, Rolling Stone picked it as uh, one of the top 100 shows of all time. Oh, for sure, number 48. It was. What was it? Yeah, number 48. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would I, I would say that's it should be higher. I think there's a lot of good shows on there. Yeah, though, well, you know. so uh, yeah. Nine seasons was a long time. Nine I mean, seasons was a long time. Right. Uh, it was the lowest rated NBC, uh, NBC show in history after its first season. I know. I, I, it, by the way, I, I turned it off. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't like uh, self familiar. I couldn't get into the first two episodes because I was such a huge fan of the British version. Right. Um, and here's a fun fact. I, I got I asked to audition for it uh, for the role of Jim. Nice. And I said, well, I said no. Because um, oh. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was a- at, at the time, uh, there was another show called Coupling. Right. That's, it was a, British, a, g- a great British show. Same executive producers. Really? Yeah. So, so they brought it over to, to America. And my, Daniels. My, one of my buddies, one of my best friends, I'm not going to say who it was, he got that show. He got scorched. Scorched earth across the board. Yeah. And he didn't work for a while after that. Yeah. And so with The Office, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, that was like so sacred that I, I couldn't. I was like, no, if this turns out wrong or I, if I were to get it. Because, um, you know, obviously it's just an audition. You never know if you're going to get it or not. But would I be scorched earth like my buddy? And then all of a sudden, boom, nine seasons, everybody's rich. And But I, the, the guy who, who, who did it. Uh, it. Things worked out well. Yeah. He's, John Krasinski. And, and he, he was the right person for it. But, like, I was afraid of it. I was afraid I of the show. Um, but we'll, we'll dive into that later. We, we got okay. some sponsors, Bobby, who pay for this to be on the air, which is Again, I, we I love sponsors. say it every episode. Yeah, we love them, but it's also shocking that people pay for the show to be on the air. God bless them. Yeah, because it's a, just a just a, a hack of a guy doing it. You know, sponsors uh, with good taste. I know, I know. Uh, first up, we got straightrazors.com. We were talking about this right before you, you came on. Uh, I got the the cleanest shave in the world, and you were like, "Do you smell delightful?" What is that? It didn't scratch my face at all when you were rubbing me. No, not at all. When we started making out, when you came in. Uh, nothing. We got nothing at it all. It had been a while. It had been a while. It had been a while. But I was real baby smooth. I'm real, still got that baby face. Uh, real smooth. And it's because of straightrazors.com. I'm going to place an order. <laughs> you should. I will. You should. Uh, straightrazors.com, uh, number one ranked aftershave cologne. Uh, and their razors are phenomenal. Uh, if you want a, a fine, fine shaving kit, uh, go to straightrazors.com. Best in the biz. Uh, can't be a bigger fan. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Uh, next up, we got carnivoreclub.co. Um, this, this is another big one. This is, a, this is a meat of the month club. You can't go wrong there. Carnivore. You had me at carnivore. I know. I know. And I've seen you man a grill in real life. You did a, you did a full rap party for us. For That's one, right. That's right. I, I found uh, for one a of refuge in, at the grill. God, you kill it. You kill it on the grill. It. They kept bringing the beer. Yeah. What was I supposed to do? I know. Keep grilling. I know. Keep grilling. Keep grilling. Uh, this is a, this, they scour the earth to try to find the tastiest meats in the land. Uh, they deliver it right to your doorstep. Um, it's a, it's a subscription of the month. I, I have it. It's, it's incredible. Uh, they got salami, spicy, spreadable pork, bacon, you name it. Uh, the the finest meats in the land. Go to carnivoreclub.co. That's a dot co type in the promo code revolution. You get 20% off. There's Uh, a deal. Yeah, I know. That's a deal. It says same with the next one. Strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, they're little tiny tin pouches. Have you seen them? They're silver tin pouches. It no. goes in, in waters, uh, beers, liquors, anything. And it's, uh, it's like five hour energy, but it actually tastes good. It Sounds actually tastes good. good. Yeah. Uh, and you kick the can. You don't need the can anymore with that. You can throw the cans out the window. You don't need to get Red Bull or Monster or, or any of that stuff. What happens after four hours if it's still, you know, boy, I, I can, I can, I can go tell see you, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you as a man, uh, I drink, I, cause I even want to use a half a pack. If I use a full Smart. pack. Dude, I am Smart. Yeah. flying for the Don't day. want to overdo it. Flying for the day. Gotcha. Uh, and I've got a lot of energy as it is. This this sends me flying. So go to strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION. Uh, you get 20% off there as well. Last but not least is, it's well, this, this one's mine. This is my, my, my book. At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. Patterson, you magnificent bastard. I, know. I read your book. How great is it? It's um, it'll make you cry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll make you stronger and harder as a man, <laughs> I think. I'm I, just saying. I, look, some people say it's the funniest book ever written. And to those people who say that, I, I agree with them. I agree with them. Uh, I will say Ross Patterson is one, one of the finest authors we've ever had in our entire life. Oh, he's up there. Right, <laughs> way up there. I think Rolling Stone said I was number, number, number two. And they're in top list of authors of all time. We were number the 48. Guy, yeah, the guy who wrote the Bible, they gave number one, which I was like, eh. Eh. That's a collection of writers, yeah, right? It's not I like think. one guy wrote the I Bible. Think, yes, yeah. There's I, a bunch of them. I think. Like 50 or 60 of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, go, go to uh, Amazon.com, uh, BarnesandNoble.com, Walmart.com, uh, or bookstores everywhere at night she cries while he rides a steed. Now that the sponsors are out of the way, Bobby Ray Schaefer is here, kids. Thank uh, you. If you don't know his work, you've been in, I, I want to say, almost every movie I've done. Uh, <laughs> you were Helen Keller versus Nightwolves. Well, let's go back to the very beginning. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, were, you were Range 15. You did some voiceover I in did. Range 15. What was the name of that character? I need to put it on my IMDb. I, IMDb, yeah, I know. Mike Williams or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I forget what, what, what company it was for, but uh, yeah, you, you always crush it and everything. Uh, the Whiffler. Was the Whiffler well, the first movie we did? Well, it was the, the Ted Whitfield story. story yeah, the Ted the, Whitfield the Whiffler, story. The Whiffler, the Ted Whitfield story. That was the first precise. movie we did, right? That's right, and uh, I was very impressed by that. I remember I got the uh, pages on Friday afternoon, and I was shooting on Sunday. You're welcome. Yeah. Independent <laughs> filmmaking. <laughs> so I was obviously replacing some schmo. You were. I was. You were. And you I were, don't actually. even want to know what her name was. Yeah. And uh, so I had, I think I was on 19 pages, and I remember looking looking through that script going what another one yeah because <laughs> these were big blocks i was oh, doing yeah, yeah. a lot huge, of huge a lot of exposition you were, there you were, you were one of the leads in that and uh right. it, was, it was you had a lot of dialogue lot very of dialogue. very funny yeah very funny uh, and, you, and you crushed you crushed in that movie so i just just kept bringing you back well who doesn't want to pour blue cheese all over all their over shoulders and chest yeah. i mean that's delirious you experience pour right blue there cheese all over your chest i did and movie. i ate some carrots and celery yeah, yeah, yeah. it was refreshing yeah and it was a hot summer day and i remember the bugs were uh, attacking oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, Boy. <laughs> somewhere in simi valley simi valley was shot that movie and i i just I think real I should, hot up there i should remind you that that is nine years ago you're kidding is it really? Nine years ago. Holy 2008. Shit. God, yeah. I mean, that was, look, I started producing uh, in 2006 uh, is when I started getting into producing. I was still doing other people's movies. Yeah. But I think at that point I'd shifted to full-time my own company. Uh, fuck, was it that long ago? I've been doing this for yeah. that long. That's, that shows you how Man. fast time flies. Because it seems like yesterday it that does. we made it, right? It does, yeah, yeah. And just for the fans who haven't seen it, please go get it. Uh, the yeah. Ted Whitfield story. Ross is great in it. Seriously. You're great in it. It's on, it's on Amazon. It's uh, iTunes uh, across the Well, you the board. completely uh, encapsulated a baseball player's professional career it's into a, well, one, it's a, it's into one the, season. Yeah, it's about the greatest wiffle ball player of all time. Well, he goes through it all. Yeah. I mean, he's at the very top. He's at the very he's bottom. The bottom. He's, he's, he's got the, st- the dean of uh, the dino steroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he joins a cult. I mean, yeah. it, it, lots of things happen. Yeah. <laughs> and he sets the, the freaking home run record. record. It, uh, I mean, of wiffle ball. Was it, 122 of them you blasted? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Must have been so much fun hitting that wiffle ball like that. Ben, I as a kid, as a baseball player growing up, uh, and and, a, and an avid wiffle ball player sure. as a kid, uh, to do that movie was a blast. Yeah, like, I, yeah. And I here's the crazy thing: I actually went to like batting cages and shit in practice because I didn't play baseball. In a sure, while. absolutely. Uh, and my stroke is beautiful. I, yeah. A lot of people say it's number two. Rolling Stone ranked my my stroke number two <laughs> behind Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was epic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and we, it was a, it was a blast of a movie. What else? Do we, what do we do after that? And then of course uh, FDR. American, FDR American badass. American badass. It's right. You have the best scene in that movie, by the way. Uh, to this day, everybody quotes that scene, the Bon Jovi. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize it was a Bon Jovi song until you know, I know you didn't. <laughs> you, you had no idea. I was like, yeah, "Hey, man, I didn't recognize you know the this lyrics." Is the Bon Jovi song that we're doing. Well, I just didn't want to make it sound like the Tommy bon Jovi used to work song. on the docks. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that yeah. was the trick in that, right? Yeah. Was how to make it, but even fit even the rhythm without sounding like you were. Yeah, because with, with FDR, American Badass, that movie came out and crushed. And I remember somebody 
the, the first scene somebody ripped of that and put it on YouTube yeah. was your scene. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Living on a Prayer. So what's the deal with the ex-presidents? Are you just into history? or I, I am, actually. Deal? That's I am. awesome. I, I, my wife and I talk about this all the time. I'm into biographies and true stories. Yeah, me too. Um, so with, you know, uh, there was another movie I did called Darnell Dawkins' Mouth Guitar Legend. Right. Uh, which is about the greatest, you know, uh, mouth guitarist of all time. But it's, a, it's about Jimi Hendrix and Joplin and all those guys. And, like, I, I just, I'm a, I'm a history buff. Right, right. I, li- I like it. It's a, it's a nice way to inform because everybody already has a connection to yes. the original subject, yes. right? So, so I, I, I like doing movies like that and then re- recreating characters. Like, for Helen Keller, not only is, uh, Helen Keller versus Night was one of the funniest movies ever. Um, and you're you're fantastic in it. Well, you gave me a broadsword and a bucket of blood. What yeah. else does a fellow that's need? What a, that's to have what a goddamn fun? man does for his family. When that's you're one of the greatest lines wolf. ever. That is the you new real opener, by the way. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were drenched <laughs> that's in what blood. That was classic. It's uh, classic. That was a great time, but I enjoyed. Well, you really out. offended a lot of people with that, by the I've way. Offended you a lot know, of people. I mean, a lot of my movies. Pool Boy. Is one of the most <laughs> Pool Boy Dragging Out of the Fear is one of the most offensive movies. Yeah, but Helen Keller is sort of you know up there. She's just below the presidents on Mount Rushmore. You know, yeah. Anne Frank would be on that list as well. I will say, why this. not do an Anne Frank movie? I, Seriously, you laugh. Uh, <laughs> Anne Frank versus uh, zombie Nazis. I love it. it. Is, Let's is go. Next. When do we shoot? Yeah. She's coming out of the closet now. But um, I want to play the Nazi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you're down. I'm, I, I'm, I'd be down for that. But uh, I, ironically, I will say this about Helen Keller versus. I did a, a Comic-Con uh, signing and, and all that shit, and uh, I had a bunch of blind and deaf girls oh, yeah. who came up and asked you know, to sign the poster, <laughs> and they were like, hey, thank you for, for finally making a movie where... Helen Keller is a badass, and like you're not making fun of her. That's awesome. And they were they were stoked about it. I so. mean, that's really kind of the ideal there combination: a... blind and deaf girl. Yeah, really, it's a, a fan it's a and a fan. Hero. Seriously, yeah, that was yeah. a great weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's wrong, but it's right. But yeah, it's 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 really right. But uh, uh, I want to dive into your acting career because you okay. always pop up in like the most oddest, entertaining films there is and we're, we're friends through facebook and all stuff, so i get to see what you're doing all <laughs> right the time. right uh wh- where, where are you from initially and what made you get into acting well i'm, a, I'm from west virginia originally okay and a woman made me get yeah. into acting i mean so there you have it Re- girlfriend yes yes at the time high school or no college? no here in los angeles really right and Wh- she was an actress so that's did you go to I, college at all did you go to did you no, study drama I, in high school or college no no i had no desire ever Really, you were yeah. just you just moved to LA. What would you move to LA for originally? Well, I thought it was going to be a model, and I, I would really shut the fuck up. Well, I was six. I was too tall for that game, right? Yeah, you need to be six one, six two. You, yeah, you're a large you're, man. You're I'm you're you're six, six five, five yeah. ish. Yeah, probably so, six six. <laughs> probably. I was standing in front of one of those uh, prison walls, and I noticed when I saw the photo, I was like six six. What yeah, the yeah, hell? yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? So it, you know, being tall in Hollywood is tough. Sure. It's not a, I mean. No, I, 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 look, I tell people when I first moved here and I sent out my headshot and resume, uh, you know, you'd put your height, weight, all that, all that. Yeah. So I'm 6'3". Um, I got, I, I sent out 150 three times a week for like three weeks. I got one call back from a commercial agency. And they said too tall? Yes. Yeah. And they go, are you really 6'3"? I go, yep. And they go, oh, you're too tall for car commercials. And they hung up the phone. And I was like, what the fuck? But like, yeah. but, I, I, but I remember seeing like uh, you know swingers and stuff like that, and I was just like, dude, Vince Vaughn is tall. He's six five. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's right up he's there. A big he's boy. One of the biggest guys working. Right. So what made you move to LA? The just, weather. That's it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I came out here with a girl. You did from West Virginia. This, yeah. Then I met this other girl. You met this other girl, yeah. and then another girl. Well, I got into class. Girl. Right. I got into this acting class. Her name was Peggy Fury, and uh, people in the class were Meg Ryan, Eric Stoltz, Jennifer really? Tilly. Jeez. Michelle Pfeiffer, Sean Penn, all yeah, the heavy hitters, Nick Cage. So this was a really competitive uh, class arena. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like you were not. Everybody was doing their their best work. Sure. It, and still, I think to this day, it was some of the best because your preparation was so total. Right. You know, you just did not. Everybody had to do the. Uh, scene usually twice. Sure. But the goal was to only do it once. Right, right, right. right, right. Did you know at the time when you were with all those guys how great they were? Yes and no. I mean, you're competing with them, right? Sure. And, uh, well, for, for example, when I, when I moved here, you know, I jumped into a class immediately because that's what they told me out of school. They were like, right. hey, get into a class immediately. Don't Smart. let your, your skills right. slack. And right. I was like, all right, cool. I jumped into this class. 
I would say 20 people were in there. I would say three were good. Right. Um, and I knew who was great and who wasn't. And I could weed that out pretty easily. Right. But with heavy hitters like this. Well, they were all working, right? They were all going away to do a movie right. while I was there. So, you know, the proof was in the pudding, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so to speak, so right? It, it is and it isn't because I think there's a way in films where you can cheat. I, sure. I, I know I'm guilty of it. I do it all the time. Only because I spend so much time in post. I know that right, I can cheat right. angles, cheat takes. I can, you know, repeat it over and over and over and over again, and, and I'll be able to cut it myself. So my, my acting has is, is become lazier, I, I will say, as time goes by, only because I know post-production so well. Well, it requires less. Yes. Right. Yes, you, yes. Do, you do not need to. I know to, angles right. better than everybody else, so it's like uh, I, I cheat more. So I didn't know if those guys cheat more when they came back from movies. Um, no, I think we were all young and eager go-getters, and we believed in this craft and this technique, and you know we were purists. Sure. You know, I was a, a knight on a white uh, charger. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I was in it for the art of acting. That's what uh, drew me. Right. Right. That's why I always ask uh, young actors I talk with today, "Why are you doing this?" A lot of them say fame, right? Well, that's I want to be famous. That's the stupidest thing ever. I know, I know, but that that's the that's the typical answer. It's like ah, I want to be famous. Well, they asked these kids. They did a survey. Would you rather be rich or famous? What they say? Yeah, famous. 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 Yeah. Because if you're rich, you can be as famous as you want to be. I can. uh, You can buy your way into fame easily. Of course, I pay thirty thousand dollars a month of Rogers and Cowan, right? PR firm. Yeah. I'm at every uh, film opening. I mean, every magazine. Yeah. So. Obviously, you'd rather be rich, uh, but I always like the. Uh, there's a great line from uh, Charles Bukowski, the L.A. poet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fame is the last whore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Because he became famous at the end of his life. Sure. Right. You know, super old. He he had worked for years and years, and you know this fame thing. It's all about creating a persona, right? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it, how's know, it working out for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, or you become infamous. Uh, right. Right. For something. Sure. Um, so, so, so you're studying in school. What, what would you say? What was your first acting gig? Like, where you actually got paid for? It, it was uh, the NBC show Highway to Heaven. Real, with, my, with Michael Landon. With Michael Landon. Wow. And, How was Landon? I heard well, he was I, great. Was he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, pros, pro, right? Victor French hired me, who was his buddy. Okay. And uh, directed this episode. And my first line was. Get an ambulance. <laughs> Dude, it's funny how you remember your first line. Well, you never forget that you one. Don't. Get yeah. an ambulance. Get an ambulance. I'm still working on it. Get an ambulance. Yeah, get, get an ambulance. Get, get an ambulance. An ambulance. Yeah, you, you yeah, start, start improv. Get a fucking ambulance. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> oh, I worked on that line for days. Ah, I was yeah. so excited, you know, uh, net, first network television show and I, I, you know, it's fine. I remember mine. My for, from the first studio movie was uh, uh, a movie called The New Guy, and the the line was uh, "Wrong level, bitch." That's a good Wrong first. Level, that's bitch. a good first yeah, 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 line. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, I think you always remember. Funny enough, I don't remember any other lines from any anything else after that. That's right. I, but uh, a buddy of mine uh, who who's a great actor, his first TV show was uh, Gunsmoke, and okay, it, and his first movie was Cool Hand Luke, and I was like, that's. That's pretty good. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you, how do you beat that? Yeah, that's it's, you, you kind of. Yeah, it's all downhill after that. You started. Right it's all downhill after there, that. Huh? Uh, so, so you, you you did this, and then, what, what? How how did your career go after that? Up until, well, uh, I don't know. You just keep going, right? Yeah. I mean, you you were, were you enough to to pay the bills, or did you have to have another? No, job? I had to have other jobs to support my acting habit. Sure, you sure. Know, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't making enough money. I mean, especially in independent films. Right. right? You don't make anything. I mean, (laughs) that's the most impossible. I know. It's $125 a day. And you're like, all right, great. Well, back then it was more, but uh, they've gone in the wrong direction, these guys. Yeah. It's almost shameful what they've done. It's, really. it's, it's great. It's crazy. It's great for the producers. I mean, I enjoy the pay rate if, when I'm producing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if, if you know, if the if the movie is successful, because sometimes it's not, and you're like, all right, fuck. Uh, that's the nature of the beast, I know. right? I mean, speaking of uh, uh, Ted Whitfield, yeah, what a difference the right distributor would have made on that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the right PR, absolutely. We've got to get the baby into the world, right? The yeah. world has to meet the baby. Yes. And the world never got to meet the baby. That's no. what happens. And in, 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 you can make the best f- title film. change. Yeah, I mean they, right. they they change the title, they change the artwork, uh, a lot of it. You, you can, 
you know, a, a lot of times it is out of your control. That's with, right. As with all these movies. Um, That's right. You know, uh, fuck. You take that King Kong movie that came out this weekend. It made $60 million, but it, it costs, you know. $250 million. It, Exactly. And it's, they're looking at that as a failure. And you're like, all right. That's a gigantic studio film. That's, that's still going to make money when it's all well, said Well, I think and done. overseas, yeah. but it's, uh, you know, you go into that with the best intentions, and it's like, uh, d- did that probably help anybody's career stateside in Hollywood? Probably not. Um, no. I, like, you, you know? It's a it's a popcorn movie. I know. Right. I, I mean, know. But you would think, like, holy shit, this is going to make a gajillion dollars. And it will in gonna, China. It will in China, yeah. That's what You'll they care about. You'll be super famous in China. Um, <laughs> the most popular TV show, just this is something you're learning right now. Yeah. Uh, TV show in China right now is an old favorite called Hunter. You were kidding me. No, no. Uh, starring the... The, uh, the what's football the, player. Yeah, Stephen... Uh, Fuck! I forget. I, I forget. I forget Hunter's name. I. I. I was. My parents <laughs> Number were one in China. Huge. Oh, I'm sure. They love I'm sure, it. I, I remember. Uh, I've done a few films with, with Kevin Sorbo as well. Uh, when we went to we went to France to Cannes for a movie together, and uh, oh, I didn't. He know was been there. We, he was super famous uh, over there. Oh, sure. And, and I was like, man, everybody's coming up to you, women, all, all the stuff. And I was like, uh, finally, I asked the waitress, "Are you, you speak English?" She's like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Um," I was like. How you know Kevin? Like, how is he so famous here? And she was like, "Oh my gosh, Hercules and Andromeda are on every night." Sure. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" It's that many years behind. They're that many years behind, and it's and it's showing like two hours a block. They were like, "He's like the most famous person here." And I was like, "I, I did not he's, think about that." He's done a ton of smaller movies that you know people aren't. It's not in their awareness. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he works all the time. Right? I know it's crazy. It's he's cra- very talented guy. I like him a lot. I, I, I love working with him. Yeah, uh, he's he's great uh, at comedy and drama. That guy. Yeah, he can do it all, which I like. So, so as you're as you're going along, plodding along through th- through your career, what would you say your big break was? Well, I got Psycho Cop. Uh, Psycho Cop. Right. I signed a five picture deal for it. Uh, they're just getting ready to reissue Psycho Cop Returns, the yes. sequel, on Blu-ray for yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time. Uh, there's only sixteen. 66 copies shut the fuck up yeah yeah my badge number six (laughs) it's 666 and by the way i got the badge i stole the badge you still have it the badge is mine okay (laughs) that's where it went i took it it belongs to psycho cup you still have the badge i like that oh yeah i've got the badge that's awesome the producer's looking around where's the badge who do you think got the badge yeah i got the fucking badge badge. did i admit to it i did not no but i got and they don't care later on yeah 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 (laughs) So I got that I got that picture and I signed a. Five, oh, when what year did that come out? Well, '89 was the first yeah. one, right? And, and so I signed a five picture deal for it with all these great little ladder bumps in it. Yeah, I already knew what the money was going to be. Sure, right? and that's not what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I still got to make two of them. I mean, it was a life changer for me. That's that's how I gauge the parts now. Is it going to change my life? Sure. Or is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's it's a gig, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a role. I'm, I appreciate them all, and I always try to bring my best to it. Sure, know? sure, sure. My goal when I started was I didn't want anybody to, whenever I left a set, I wanted people to say, what a pro. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, I, you are. You well, are. I, I, that's, what that's why I, I love that's working goal, with you. Right? Yeah, you're always on time. You're always great. Uh, and, and, and the crew and the cast love hanging out with you. you that's right. And you always have the best stories. That's right. Well, that's what I hear. Gotta, I'm always running around, so I don't, I don't get to hear your yeah, cool shit. Yeah, but when shit, you're directing and else. acting, I don't know how you do those two things at once. That's crazy. Right? It's crazy. You know? It's uh, it's a lot. It's only because I want the control. Truthfully, after that that wiffle ball movie, I didn't want I, I didn't want somebody that. taking the power away no, from me anymore. That. And it's uh, look, man, you lose relationships and friendships and all this shit in this business. But I, look, I will say after that, everything that that's happened to me movie wise, it's been the movie I wanted. It was the artwork I wanted. It went out to the world the way I wanted. And you had final cut. Yes. And I had final say of it. <laughs> That's right. Most importantly, I That's had final say of it. Everything. Casting. Uh, everything. everything. And you can only everything. do that when you want to do That's right. Your you can make your stuff. own movie. That's yes. right. Yes. Uh, so, so Psycho Cut comes out. Do you have to work anymore? Do you have to work anymore? Jobs oh, sure. No, I still did. It wasn't until I got on The Office that I was able to leave the side. little show. Little show. We, Small we, we, show. Yeah. Luckily, uh, ended up on that. So Yeah. And, and how did that come about? How did that? I come auditioned to you? for it. I mean, the the funny part of the story though was I hate to be late. As you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for auditions or even for work. I'm yeah. never never late. You're never late. Well, I'm driving into Hollywood and there's all this traffic and I'm supposed to be there at five. It's four thirty. Traffic like, in Hollywood. What? Well, but it I mean, shouldn't be at that time, right? right? I should be able to s- scoot right in there. Sure. 
Well, it's Halloween in Hollywood is what Ugh. it is. Oh, my God. Santa and I didn't realize, Boulevard is closed. Uh, well, it. it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's all these people in costumes. They're, you know, it's the costumes are ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nowhere to park. I mean, it's zany. It's utter chaos. Uh, and, and, and so I'm running for this office now, and I get there 20 minutes late. And I'm pouring sweat. Yeah. I'm the last guy of the day. You know, when they're waiting for you to come in, you're like, oh, they're going to hate me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It never goes well. Uh-huh. Well, I, usually. I, I, did, I, I did nail it. I, you know, sometimes you know. Sure. Right. Uh, but it was about two weeks later that I got a call that said, you know, can you come back for a callback? Right. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And had, had it been on, on air at this point? Yes, we were in our, it was in the second season. Okay, so you knew how good the show was. Well, I'd seen some episodes in the first, and I was like, what, what are they doing? Yeah, I, like we talked about at the top of the show, I, I, again, I, I turned it off after the second episode, and then, and then everybody started calling, and they were like, oh, man, I love The Office, I love The Office. I was like, we're talking about the same show? And they were like, just give it a chance, get yeah. through the, the opening, and then, you know, I, halfway, I, I, I think, this is me personally, halfway through the first season and then towards the end of the season is when it really started to kick in, and I was like, oh, shit, this is actually pretty good. Well, they were doing uh, almost word for word from the British version. Right. And those first six episodes, Michael Scott is a dark bastard. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. the hair slicked back. He's yeah. got sort of a brooding, more evil intention. They made him much more childish, really, by the end of the run. He was really... Which fit, yeah. He's fit 12 better. years old. This yeah, guy's yeah, in yeah. Arrested Development. He's yeah. a 12-year-old kid, right? Yes. So... Uh, when he left the show, I remember I said, congratulations for leaving. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you've done everything you can do with this. You know, you're just going to, the money, yeah, 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 well, <laughs> they tempted uh, him. <laughs> I bet. There was some serious. I don't know how he walked away from that money. Well, he's doing the movies, right? He was. He was it's yeah, not like right, he walked right, out of there. Right. With, he's got a stack of scripts right. that he's already committed to. Still to this day, too. He's doing four or five a year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, he gets to spend more time with his and we're kid. talking about Steve Carell for right, the audience. Right, Steve Carell. Yes. I mean, you still don't understand when you're shooting 25 episodes of a series. It's what a, a grind. grinder. It's a grind, yeah. We said the exact same word. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's simpatico. It is. <laughs> but, I mean, he's still just an employee, right? People don't understand that. It's still a show that's being produced that, you know, sure. you're saying exactly what they want you to say. Yeah. People always ask about improv on that, right? There wasn't much, right? Hell no. No. Every no. word on that show is approved by... N B C. You get notes from N A B A Z. Yeah, yeah. And everybody has to follow those, right? So it's not like you're just riffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy with that with that cast of, of such. You, I mean, you've got so many talented comedians on that. It's ridiculous. But they would yeah. burn takes to uh, try to make each other laugh. Right, 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 right. I mean, right. Carell and Krasinski and Rain are doing that. Right. The rest of the cast is not. Wasting time, right? You're, you're <laughs> yeah. not there. To, you don't want to get written out. You're you like, that's yeah. right. I remember I improved on one line once, and Greg Daniels was directing the episode. He's the executive producer, the creator. Yep. He looks at me and goes, Can you just do what I wrote? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I did two improvs that actually made this show. Gotcha. The, the one where I uh, banged Phyllis in the bathroom on uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, the Valentine's Day episode. In yeah. the disabled bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, that was a lot of fun, that scene there. Uh, anyway, we come back to the table, and I say to her, would you like a big piece of meat? Yeah. And that was not in the script. That was and that ended up <laughs> that was an improv line yeah, yeah. that made broadcast. <laughs> I couldn't resist it. It was, no. you know, I had to do I had to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that man, that's fun. I, I uh, again shocked that there's not more. It wasn't more improv on that show, but I'd heard that through the grapevine of like, no, nah, they don't, they don't let you. No, no, they're arguing uh, over ten seconds at the end of the show. But yeah, right. Can I get twenty two forty? Oh, yeah, yeah. twenty two fifty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, there's twenty two minutes and fifty seconds. I, I, that's right uh, for the audience. But um, I. Uh, it's one of those things looking back on it where because you now you know there there was no improv it also shows how great the writers were where you're like ah man that's great writing on that show for that long well i i had uh the opportunity to do uh wings and becker and these sitcoms in the 90s right sure and that's where precision writing really comes in because that staff comes in every day after lunch and they you know they watch the rehearsal yeah. all the way through yeah and then the next day you show up there's the new jokes yeah so you really see the transition of how uh, the refinement comes into the timing 
right? Because you're doing, you end up doing the show in front of a live audience. Sure. Which is pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pressure. <clears throat> I remember I was on Wings and I had to come through this into this bar, and the the, the comedian on the show, you know, the warm up comedian, he's leading them in a rousing uh, rendition of Gilligan's Island, and I'm standing <laughs> there waiting for that red light to go off, and I'm just thinking. Do not fuck up. Yeah. Do not. <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't fuck do up. Do not fuck this up. Did you fuck it up? Hell no. <laughs> I got to go over and grab Steven Weber and shake him like a little rag doll. That's great. That's great. And then I stole his girlfriend after that. In real life or? Well, yeah. It was fucking <laughs> glorious. What's, uh, what was your favorite? What was your what? favorites over the years? What? I, uh, all your movies, TV shows, what, what's been well, your Well, The favorite? Office, I mean, you have to say that. I think that was, because you're working with so many great people, right? Right. And it was so beloved by peers. Sure. And you also no longer have to explain yourself. When people go, you're, you're an actor, what have I seen you in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, just yeah. go. Uh, the Office. The Office. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty Drop much it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're exactly. done. Yeah. My work is done here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. Yes. Yes. But, yeah. you know, I did a commercial that was even greater than that. I did a commercial with Kenny Rogers for Geico Insurance. That's right. I saw that commercial. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Well, yeah, there's that. That's dope. But, I mean, that was like everywhere I went, people were like, uh, Kenny uh, Rogers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, damn, this is fame. How was Kenny? Was Kenny cool? Oh, he's great. Was he? Yeah, because you got to sit and ask him questions about his it life. It was just like four of you guys in that commercial, right? Four, yeah, yeah. counting Kenny. Yeah, counting Kenny. You, and, you guys were playing poker. We're at, playing uh, poker, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but it's great because it's an easy day for Kenny. They don't overwork Kenny. No, you know what I mean? No, nobody's overworked <laughs> This Kenny. is like a half-day deal. Kenny's in it. You know they're paying him the big bucks. You know they're going to air it. Oh, of We're course. Heard a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's no way they can cut you out of no. it. No. Absolutely no way. No. You're in. You're safe. Yeah. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> and you're there's chatting with Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, yeah. You got to know no when to hold them, hold them. Yeah. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Big fan of Kenny. Yeah, we big love fan, it. I'm from the South. Big fan of Kenny. Big fan of Kenny. Are you from the South? I am from Georgia. From Georgia. I grew up with Kenny Rogers. Uh, there was a movie... Uh, as a kid, I did not know that. It was a movie as a kid. He did. Uh, he was the lead in a movie called Six Pack. Sure. Uh, and that was a big, it was a huge movie. For Crossover us. star. Uh, no. Yeah. I Kenny Rogers did it all. Yeah. And the roasters. He, and the goddamn well, Kenny Rogers that, roasters. That one didn't work out well for uh, him. Those restaurants? Yeah, but he he probably got paid. That wasn't his money. Investors paid him, paid right? Him to put sit, that to money put up. Put the name on it. Right. Yeah. Kenny Rogers roasters. They I, lost, I always wondered about that. Yeah, that wasn't his money. No, no. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it wasn't. No, somebody paid him big coin to borrow that name. Who's your favorite actor you've worked with over the years? Well, I really loved, uh, and this will be obscure. Uh, well, not really it's, obscure. No, 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 but it's always, I, I will say this. Whenever I ask somebody that, it's always obscure because there's always some little. Well, I love Timothy Bottoms. Timothy Bottoms? Timothy Bottoms uh, was in the last picture show with Jeff Bridges. Okay. Um he uh, he was the Tom Cruise of the early seventies. Okay. He actually turned down a movie called Jaws. Oh, a little tiny film. Little tiny film. His, tiny film. They wouldn't meet his quote. He was the highest paid young actor in Hollywood. You're kidding. No. And so I love the Last Picture Show. The Last Picture Show is just a beautiful movie, right? Right. Peter Bogdanovich, black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young yeah, Sybil yeah. Young Gorgeous. Sybil Shepherd. If you haven't seen it, see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like uh, Lauren Bacall said about if you haven't seen a movie, it's not old. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, if yeah, you haven't true. seen it, it's, it's not true. old. So uh, working with him, uh, I'd never known that I was going to get a chance to work with him, and I'd been a fan. It was the first time I really sort of had a fan thing, you know, sure. uh, where I was really paying attention to what actors were doing. So I got to be in a movie with him, this surrealist little comedy called Mr. Atlas, <laughs> and we were playing brothers. And I was the stupid, uh, you know, I think I was playing a 12-year-old in that. Yeah, he kind, yeah, of, yeah. kind of talked like this a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of goofy bastard, you know. But we were the bad guys. And uh, so I, I realized that I could hang at that level. Right. Because he was an and, awesome. and that's important. As, an, as, oh. an, as a young actor, like that, oh. that's important. It was like, a big deal. Because right, you see these people and you're like, all right, if I can hang with them that's in the right. scene, I'm good enough. That's right. And I can, I, can, I can do this. I can do this. That's where it really came to me that, you know, I've got the game yeah. to, to stay yeah, yeah, here yeah, yeah. hang with this guy. Because the uh, producer directors are coming to me and they're saying, you know, we gotta, what should we say to Timmy? Because he's kind of mimicking your performance. Right. Right. And I'm like, 
I wouldn't say anything. To nah, him. I'm not saying shit to tell uh, him. That's uh, my hey, brother. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, here yeah. to protect you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah mine uh, was a guy named Alessandro Nivola. Um, it's one of my favorite actors. Where do to I know day. him from? God, he's he's been in everything. He was just on uh, Broadway doing the Elephant Man with uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, he was an American. That's a nice credit. Yeah, yeah. He was in American Hustle. He was in. Uh, he does all those David O. Russell. What'd you movies. do with him? Uh, I did a movie called The Darwin Awards. I didn't like the movie. It didn't turn out very well. But I, I, I don't think. But but he. I had the same. I was. You owned him. You basically him, yeah. owned he, oh, him in the scene. Fa- his probably his most famous role is in Face Off. He was uh, okay. Nick Nick Cage's brother. Gotcha. Uh, Castro Troy. Sure, sure. That's, uh, that's a wild little movie. But he's such a great actor that he. He blends into every single movie. Sure. He's one of those guys who's done a million things, yeah. and he's always fucking good. But yeah. he's always playing wildly different characters. You know so why he's good? Because he's not calling attention to himself. He's I, living I as the character. I know. Right? Difference between being an actor and being a movie star. Those are two completely different things. But he could be a movie. like Because he's a good-looking dude, and he, he should be a gigantic movie star. Uh, Make his own movie like it, Ross Patterson. I, well... Take the Ross Patterson School of Filmmaking. I Make know, your right? own fucking movie. I, he makes too much money doing big, big studio shit that I, I, I he, he, I don't think he'll do that. But uh, I, actually, him and his wife are producing things right now. It's uh, Emily, Emily Mortimer is, is his wife, but um, well, she has some connection to the business, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> another, another huge actress, but uh, with, with him, that was one of those things. Same thing where it was like. Uh, I felt in in the scene like I was like oh I can hang with him and this yeah, is, yeah. and this is great and like and I learned you know a shit ton from that guy and just one day, I mean, I think I only did one day with him and I was I, I've never learned more from anybody else in that one day and it was that's right somebody that you know when I bring that name up in a conversation same as you yeah people are like ah where do I know that guy from and it's sure. it's the same thing where you're like all right you would think it's something else but it's not uh, well I noticed. Uh, we had done a master watch shop. We were in this cave, <laughs> and we found this gold there, right? right? And so we had to be all excited. And then I was scared of the bats, of course. You know, bats are scary. Yeah, they uh, they carry obviously. rabies, right? Yeah, bat, they yeah, can yeah. kill you. Just any bad bat. Uh, so we did my shot and, and my close up, and then when we got to his close up, all of a sudden there was all this new stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wait, wait a minute. Where is this what? coming from? Because this wasn't in the master, this wasn't in the two shot. Yeah, never heard, seen, heard any of this, and I realized, you know, he's trying to get the editor to choose his take. Yeah, yeah. And editor's been sitting there watching the same thing and over a lot of and over. Do that. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, here's a live wire. Yeah, I know. It's, it's <laughs> so, crazy, right? And like uh, that's an old pro's trick, right? An there. old pro's trick, and then one that I hate is that you ever have somebody step on your lines uh, in a in a reverse shot where it's just like. Because they, they don't want you to use your, your close-ups? Well, I, uh, I just wait then until I can say the line clean. Yeah. You know, I'll just start over again. But a lot of people don't know to do that, you know? A lot well, of young actors don't know to do that. We're on videotape here now. Yeah, we're know. not burning film, You're right? not burning 30 so, or 35. Yeah, yeah I, I like clean lines, especially when you're editing, as you know. Yes. I you mean, gotta, that makes all it. the difference in the world. You gotta have it. Yeah. There's times that you cannot get rid of that, you know? Because I know it sounds more naturalistic right. for actors to be that way. But that's a trick. That's, uh, not, yeah. that's not real acting, what no. they're doing there, right? No. I promised I wasn't going to pontificate about acting today, and I've well, already done it. But you did. You did. And, and I also uh, said I, wasn't gonna, I was going to kiss your ass early and often. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, they want Dick Dixter. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I, see, I see it on your hat. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm plugging right now. Y- y- of course, and you should be. This is your, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, this is your first foray into producing and, and well, not and my first, and, no, not my first foray into producing all those. Uh, but you wrote it though. Right? I wrote it, produced it, and starred in it. Yeah, but and, I cast it, I edited it, I chose the music for it. That was your first time doing all of this, though, right? Right. This yes, is my yes. movie. Yeah, right? it's your baby. I mean, yes. I couldn't have made it without all the help I had. Right. Of course. I mean, that was always the advantage that I knew that I had was talent. Sure. Right. And also, I had this crack film crew that had been shooting over at the asylum. So, speed. Those guys shoot fast. Speed was yep. everything. Yeah. Uh, the other element is mockumentary. I have three cameras in the mockumentary, and I don't mind if I see any of them. So, that speeds things up. Exactly. Considerably. I yep. mean, we were actually shooting 15 page days and wrapping early. That's crazy. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the actors are so good. You know, the material involved them, they all contributed so much that. You know, from their wardrobe to their commitment, yeah, to the piece and to the characters. How how did you like it? But how do you like it behind the scenes versus uh, just being an actor casting something? I like to cut the film, right? 
So, so uh, I like to choose the music. I'm, I'm, I'm the same exact way. I mean, you, you know that, like, yeah. I like to cast the film. Yeah. So that's really what I want to do now is just make my own movies. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Who I can doesn't? just write the funding source, where do we, you know? I want that uh, hundred million dollar line of credit. I know, everybody <laughs> does. Everybody does. How, how did you get investors for it? I have friends that I, uh, you know, I, that's pitch, how we all do it. I, I friends, pitched, family. I pitched the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I shot it in six days. I brought this film in. Holy shit! In six days. So uh, I just raised the money for the production of the film. Right, and then I said, you know, I'll raise the rest of the money for post for post when I get there. Right, right, because the window of people being able to do it was was you know it was then we had to shoot it right then. Right, so we just went, right, and then I weaseled the rest of the money to finish finish, finish it. And, uh, just made a deal with Indican Pictures, a, a nice little company. Yeah, here. yeah, Indican's great. Yeah, they specialize in this budgetary level. Uh, they've done 250 <laughs> films in the last 20 years. Yeah, they've done. Uh, I, w- I want to say Boondock Saints was that one was of their theirs. big their, their film. Big one, yeah. yeah. That's still in the money for them. Uh, of, I mean, course she, of course, she she proudly it is. informed me of that. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, when does I, it get released? Before the end of the year. Okay. I don't have a specific date yet. Sure. Because they still have. Yeah, to, to finish marketing. Have you seen the poster, the artwork? All that I haven't stuff seen their poster yet. We commissioned a poster, you know, for sales purposes. Right. But they'll be using their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. effectively out of that decision making. And, that, and that, that's hard too, because if you don't like the artwork, then it's just like. Well, uh, I, they're a sales agent, so I mean, they're a distributor. Their job is to sell the film. Yes. Right. So yes. that's the only thing that matters to me is how committed is this company to selling selling the, the film, film and getting it out there. Everybody's yeah. selling to the same places. Yes. For essentially the same money. Yes. Yeah. Right. So what uh, degree? What level of honesty can I uh, expect here? Right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's we know there's a certain amount of money that the film should generate. Yes, we're not novices to what people are being paid. No, to no, put no. it on totally, this totally. platform oh, yeah. or that platform. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. You know, there are uh, intangibles and variables in it, right? Yeah. I mean, how's it going to do foreign? How does a film about Hollywood sell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have enough names in it to sell foreign? That's a big one. Well, just uh, like... the, my choice for. Um, the uh, second male lead was Tim Russ from Star Trek Voyager. Okay. So, <laughs> See, yeah, I, I wanted. I was like Star Trek. Yes, let's hire him. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's perfect. Yeah, because their fans are you know devout. Rabid. Oh yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Office fans are devout. Right. That's why it was so hard to get uh, William Shatner for Range Fifteen. It was you know that star that, that Star Trek uh, fan base is so rabid that it's like. His quote is the crazy. agents know his value. Yeah, his quote right. is pretty high. I know it's just like, oh yeah, right. They they absolutely know his value. Like Kevin Sorbo, his agents know his international value. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. He can, and he's reinvented himself uh, again and again. Like uh, you know, he did those Christian movies that were hot for a while, made a ton of movies. You can't go money. wrong with a good Christian now, movie. I, now I think right he's now. doing Supergirl on uh, CW, and it's like Donkey uh, Shane. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, happy a day. day. Yeah. I mean, so. that's like the dream job right there, right? You only show up one or two days a week on an yep. ensemble, and no. you're not you're not carrying the load. No, you're oh. ca- and and you're walking it, away with and, a nice right. Payday this is the biggest money he's ever made in his career. I'm sure. I mean, uh, well, maybe. Well, no. I, look, you look at Hercules and Andromeda, which I think he was also. But those a producer are years on. ago. I mean, yeah. But I think he was also a producer on it. Oh, I see. I so see. he owned part of those 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 franchises. But uh, here's a true story that'll scare the living hell out of you. I'm not going to say this uh, guy's name, but he was a a producer on a little show called Baywatch. Oh yeah, yeah. And he actually got. You talking f- about Hasselhoff? No, 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 no. I'm not. You, you know, know, Hasselhoff was a producer. On yeah, no, but this too. is uh, the first season. He was on this show uh, as a, pro- I think, as executive pro- producer or producer. He's a, sure. You know, and he was directing episodes, and he got fired. Oh no! From Baywatch. And over, that's the, over creative the world's creative show in the world. Creative differences. Oh god. So, <laughs> at that point, you eat it. I mean, it's the world's biggest. That's show. That's a twelve more years Everybody of just this revenue stream. Of, uh, it was just. You know, still paying. Yeah, yeah. And you got fired over creative differences. On but, shit, there's seriously, a, there's a Baywatch movie coming out this summer uh, with it's, The Rock and uh, Zac Efron. Well, I can guarantee you, those producers that own those TV rights are being going to profit yeah. off of that. Yeah, 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 movie. yeah. They, yeah, they got paid to. Oh for hell, the rights yeah. To that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The gift that guy that keeps on giving. That guy. Uh, what's your craziest story from set? You got a good one? Craziest story. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, they're all crazy, really, when you're pretending to be someone else. But was there one where you were just like, wow, this was this was fun? Well, I remember uh, I was working with Nick Vallelonga. We were doing a, a picture called The Corporate Ladder. And the opening scene is me uh, raping Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just kept asking for another take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, Can they get one more rape take? Did they call that a rape take in the biz? Well, not the one the time I got raped. That's, Did you get raped in a movie? Well, yeah. Shut the fuck no, up. No, that was that was hard to do. By a man? <laughs> well, a man holding a pistol. <laughs> no way. What movie was this? It's called Knife Point. It's a and home. You, in, got, you got raped at gunpoint in a movie called Knife Point? Yeah, it was a home invasion. <laughs> so but it's tastefully done. Yeah. How what describe this this like the sensation was cold and steelish. Yeah, but but how how were you raped? Somebody broke into the house or Well, yeah, they capture my daughters. I mean, my my son gets killed, my wife gets killed. It's brutal. Right. I mean, it's a it's a uh what do they call it? Gore porn. I mean, Really? Oh yeah, I mean the, it's all about the violence, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. lingering and it's coming from all quarters. Sure. I mean, the problem with the film was the script. You know, there's too many bad guys, right? Everybody on that side was a bad guy. Right, right, right. And you, you don't need you, you need a couple bad guys, right? You don't yeah. need all yeah. seven of them to be certifiably insane. Uh so I was, I, this actor was a method actor and he was way over the top and I was like. Yeah, he wanted to actually rape you. Uh, this guy gets to rape me with a. Shut the fuck up. So yeah, what, so, how, how did that shake out? Well, I was really, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, there was some trepidation, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was some trepidation. I didn't trust him, right? So that. Sure. You really need to trust people in these situations. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But it, it, it ended up okay, you know. I. Uh, you don't sound super positive about that. It took about six months for the, you know, the swagger to come back. <laughs> you lose a little of the swagger, you know. Did you see? Did you watch the movie and see, and see yourself getting raped? I only watched myself in the movie. Yeah, I, yeah, you I couldn't stand it. anybody yeah, you else. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah, only my yeah. scenes. I yeah. don't watch anybody else's shit. So you've raped in a movie. You've been raped in a <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've done it all. You right. played Helen Kellen's father. Yeah, that's Helen right. Kellen's that's father. In a that's movie, a huge so. credit. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. It's an all timer. You've done it all. Who you've else got to play Helen Keller's father? No one. You're looking at yeah, him. I know, right here. That's the guy. That's got what to, a man does uh, for his goddamn, goddamn family. family. <laughs> well, Bobby Ray, it was a pleasure to well, have uh, you. We got. To, are we done? Uh, well, yeah. We have, we get to the point of the show. We do this revolutionary figure of the week. Uh, okay. Revolutionary figure of the week uh, goes to William Cullen uh, from the University of Glasgow. He demonstrated that the first artificial refrigeration system nice. uh, was in the year 1748. Nice. Um, however, he didn't use this discovery for practical purposes. In the year 1805, U.S. inventor Oliver Evans designed the first refrigerator machine uh, that didn't use liquid. Instead, it used vapor to cool. And because of Bob Vance refrigeration, obviously, we're going with the guy who, who started the refrigerator. Bob Vance. You're welcome. Vance Refrigeration. You're welcome. This was painless, right? This was a... I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a blast. And I don't think I incriminated myself really at any time. No, 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 no. I, you, I mean, I was purposefully vague. Yeah, yeah. Pu whenever. Purposely and you got a great voice for radio, too, by the way. I mean, we, we do audio and video, uh, but you have you, a great you, voice. You're supposed to say you have a great face for radio. No, but you have a great voice. You really do for radio. I, I, a great face for radio is an insult. Well, thank you. That's an, uh, thank if you I said a great face for radio, it's insulting you. Thank you. Yeah, but your voice is great. And, well, thank uh, you. Thank you. I, I greatly appreciate you doing all of my films over the years for well, for next to nothing and being amazing in them and uh you're one of my favorite actors so thank, thank you. you thank you appreciate thank you it all right let's see that handshake you heard him you heard him uh, and thanks for being on the ross patterson revolution that is it kids viva uh, la revolution stay tuned for the next one we love you bye everybody 